Hello and welcome to Easy Operations episode 49. My name is Ron and this is your weekly podcast where we talk about games, stuff and we've been else? watching, stuff we've been watching <laughs> and, and TV shows and that voice you hear correcting me, keeping me on this railroad train track is Mondo. Hey, what's up guys? And James in the silent corner there. Yo, yo, yo. All right, guys, what have you been up to? Oh, man. Um, you know what? This was a pretty uh, busy weekend for me. Um, Saturday, uh, there was this um, Clippers Live event out in Linwood, California. And it was a, uh, I guess they were celebrating some kind of a Mexican heritage. Uh, there was a mariachis, uh, festivities, things to do. You can shoot a basketball if you make one. You can get a shirt. So they gave you four tries. I missed all four. I lied. I went up to the counter. I'm like, you know, the, the guy behind the counter is like, hey, did you make a basket? I was like, yeah. I mean, come on, man. Come, yeah. I play basketball, you know. And, you know, I got a free T-shirt. That was pretty <laughs> cool walking around the little venues there. Um, you know, so it, it was kind of uh, for the community, too, because um, it was in this little plaza out in Linwood. And got to see some of the stores there was actually um, this one person who just said, hey, are you guys uh, above 21 uh, years of age? I was like, uh, yeah, because uh, I was with my fiance and her mother, and we were just kind of going out and about. And her mom was funny because she was, like, going out and getting all this free stuff, free water bottles, uh, other types of free shirts. And um, when we went to this restaurant, the guy was like, hey, so I'm going to give you guys these wristbands. Like, it's all secret, you know, kind of like like secret agent type of stuff. It's like, you guys can go in there, get free Corona. My eyes lit up. I was like, free beer? All right. So here we go. Let's do this. And he's like, do you want to know something else? I was like, oh, yeah, sure. What are you going to tell me? He's like, there's free food. I'm like, okay, I'm there. Boom. Where's the entrance? So as soon as I go in there, you know, get a lot of food. But then they give you like a, I thought it was like a no limit for the free beer. Three drink minimum, I guess, uh, three drink limit, I'm sorry. And I was like, oh, okay, so I'm just going to make the most of this. I got kind of tipsy because I didn't eat any breakfast. So I was just kind of there chugging. I saw Chuck the Condor doing all this crazy stuff. And it was it was pretty fun. There was a lot of people in there, uh, more than I expected. There was a couple of Clipper haters, you know, because they're walking around in their Laker uniforms. Ron, <laughs> looking at you, Ron. I wasn't there. <laughs> I know, but it's, you know, your people. They just asked them, like, hey, why are you wearing the Lakers shirt? So, I don't know. I just want to be in this event. I can care less about the Clippers. And I kind of yelled at the guy or, you know, just yelled something. I'm like, then why don't you get out of here? <laughs> You're not welcome. You're not welcome. It is weird to be showing up to a Clippers event in a Lakers uniform I or jersey. I get that. Sounds like yeah, it's just that's weird. Yeah. It is trolling. Yeah. There was a few and it was just like – there were. Like towards the end, they were like having a good time, and you know, my fiance kind of pointed that out, and we were just kind of like laughing. It's like, okay, I guess for you know, for like a few hours, there'll be a Clipper fan, I guess. Clipper Spirit was there, man. Uh, I don't know what happened to my phone, maybe those photos were accidentally deleted. Wink, wink, <laughs> but yeah, I uh, did that. Went over to Disneyland the following day on a Sunday, um, had a little bit of a stomach issue. A little bit of the runs, um, got to do the wine and beer festival, which was really cool um, because that was really cool because, you know what, guys, uh, as of Monday, I started going vegan. So no meat, uh, no dairy products. 
So I believe alcohol is in the shade area. I'm not too sure, but um, so far so good. Last three days, feeling a little bit better, a little bit healthier. Uh, but you know what? Here's to good health, guys. And I'm not going to force it on anybody. Just know that when we hang out, uh, no meat and dairy products for me, guys. Well, uh, it sucks that the last memory you're going to have of some meat is some crappy free tacos that you got at, the, at this Clippers event. Yeah, <laughs> they were not that crappy, sir. They were not so that wait. crappy. Okay. I'll give it a, eight, a seven <laughs> and a half. Can you eat meat and dairy or can you eat certain meats? Nope, no meat, no dairy, wow. sir. Yeah, vegan is the most extreme version. He is hard mode on that one. <laughs> Easy ops, man. You know, got to do something that's hard. <laughs> Uh, what about you, James? Uh, not much this past weekend. Uh, we are not the uh, religious type, so we don't really celebrate Easter. Usually we would hang out with family, but uh, oh God, they're man. often about um, this year. So we just hit up uh, a new KBBQ spot that we discovered and uh, ended up really liking it for the value. This is in K-Town, by the way. And uh, hit up a, a hipster... Uh, what do you call it? Hipster Bobo spot. So <laughs> other than that, nothing much nice. uh, uh, beyond that. Yeah, that's where they have those light bulb shaped ones, mm-hmm. right? Uh, the, yeah, those they they charge you extra for that, though. Mm-hmm. And everyone wants it because it's more Instagram friendly. But uh, little do they know that you got to pay for that, you know, extra. Right. And then you can, you know, bedazzle it a little bit more by getting cotton candy or uh, sprinkles and all that stuff. But I just uh, thought the basic bulb uh, form factor was enough for me. What flavor did you get? Uh, Thai tea. You can't go wrong with that That's one. A, That's a staple, a and you know I am Thai, so I love that stuff all day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, as for me, I just was helping my girlfriend move this weekend, and like she had ordered uh, movers, but they're truck ran out of gas <laughs> as they were delivering the items to the place so we were just sitting around there just waiting for them to get that sorted out and so it didn't end up finishing till really late in the day and uh moving is such a pain in the yes. butt uh yeah so i think because we all had relatively busy schedules i think only you james Got to see more of the TV shows and stuff like that. So uh, I, I do have a question, I guess, for our audience that never replies to me in these uh, QA, uh, you know, sessions <laughs> or in the show feedback, which is what would you want us to talk about on days when we haven't gotten a chance to see as many movies or TV shows? Uh, any particular topics you want us to hit, it will be appreciated. Sometimes we don't know how to fill the extra time, uh, but we'll do the best we can for today and try to put on a, a good show for you. So. Let's get started with that. James, we went to the movies, and we saw Ready Player One. Ready Player One. This is the newest, yep, this is the newest movie by Steven Spielberg, and uh, it is basically about this uh, kid who, (coughs) in this future, everyone lives in a kind of uh, really terrible, rundown society in which it's really not advanced much, and only people care about what's in this video game virtual reality world. And uh, this is a movie that I feel like it has gotten a lot of hate online and negative publicity, at least from the kind of internet buzz. And I feel like to me, this is when you kind of realize that you can't get caught up in what people are saying online. If you're interested in something, just go see it and, and judge for yourself. And don't let that kind of diminish your impression of it. Because 
I, I was thinking it was going to you know, be kind of lame, but I just wanted to give it the benefit of the doubt because I feel like Steven Spielberg is a good director. And I really like this movie, like more than I thought I would. Uh, and just, you know, it's the references were there, but they didn't hit you over the head with it. It wasn't like super obvious. Um, and it, it was it's kind of served the story of the movie and as opposed to just kind of randomly throwing stuff out there for you. And uh, from what I understand, I didn't read the book, but it differs from it quite a bit. And some of the characters had to be changed because they couldn't get licensing. But uh, I really like this movie. And uh, James, do you agree agree. with me on this? We went to see that uh, with MoviePass. I think this is even uh, worth paying for if you don't have MoviePass to go see. I I honestly do think, though, um, for our generation, or at least the geekier you are, the more you would appreciate this movie. I can see a lot of references going, uh, flying over a lot of people's heads, especially if they weren't born a certain year or whatnot. But there's still a little bit of everything, something for everyone. Um, I think the video game references will be more for the uh, uh, current millennials out there <laughs> that they got something to visually uh, understand. Which were not part of the book, which were uh, not part of the book. But still, the movie itself was, I had a, I, I loved this movie. I went to see it again yesterday. I just like so get my final thoughts uh, with, wow. with, uh, with my work uh, group. So they wanted to see it as well. And I still enjoyed this movie a lot. It's not the perfect movie, but this movie was, uh, uh, for me, I, I just loved every single uh, aspect about it. It's, you know. Uh, as much as the refer- as much as references there are, I loved. It. <laughs> I totally ate all of them up. Uh, they went a little bit of everything: a little bit of '80s, a little bit of '90s, a little bit of an- Japanese animation. Um, surprisingly, not a lot of Spielberg-related references. I think he did that intentionally, not to. I guess not to be conceited. I guess <laughs> since he's directing the movie, but. Uh, I was all in, and I think this is probably one of the best video game-related movies to ever come out uh, without even being a video game adaptation. And Mondo, I think you would really like this movie because there's this one particular sequence in which a character summons uh, a very well-known 80s popular, uh, you know, international (laughs) icon. I'm not going to... I'm not going to spoil it for you. And I think you would have popped huge for that particular sequence. Uh, and I think you would definitely get the references. And so I would definitely yeah, recommend even this to if you, you're into like, you know, video games, there's mm-hmm. a lot of like film and music uh, related references as well. Just for, you know, there seems like there's something for a little bit of a, a little bit of every, for everybody. And even if I'm not into video games or anime, um, I don't know why I had to put it that way, but um, I'm pretty stoked about the movie. It's just that, I mean, I read the book, so I'm, I'm already going into a mindset where it's like, great. Uh, I have to, you know, take it for what it is. But you know what? Since you guys are telling me, like, it's going to be a good movie, I'm just going to forget about the book and just have a good time. With it. Absolutely. And uh, one thing that this reminded me a lot of was I felt like it reminded me of Avatar in the sense that most of mm-hmm. this movie is CGI. And uh, it takes place in this world. And there's not a lot of the human characters. There's some of it, but a lot of it is really you seeing these characters in their avatar, so to speak, uh, how they look in the game. And uh, it's really interesting to see how it really relies heavily on that. But I think it still works. And I, one thing I'll, I'll point out that I didn't like, I didn't like the art style on the main character. I thought he just looked like just super generic. 
uh, whereas everyone else seemed to be a little more interested in terms in, of uh, the character Woody design. Uh, it, it was okay. It wasn't something that yeah. uh, was mind blowing or whatnot, but it it was there. It is it's definitely a video game ass character. Uh, but as generic as possible. But it was okay. I didn't mind his design. It, didn't, it wasn't offensive, but it wasn't uh, a notable thing as well. Yeah, so, you know, there's there's a lot of mixed reviews, and I feel like it's overall the... the I'm looking at the Rotten Tomatoes right here. Uh, overall, it's a 75% <laughs> for critics, but the audience score is 80, so it seems like the critics are a little more, you know, harsher on it than the audiences. Uh, but I think this is uh, something that will appeal to a lot of people. And maybe that's something that the critics don't like. They were kind of expecting things to go a little bit deeper in terms of what the world is and, the, you know, some of the characters. But, I, what I do want to yeah. note as well, on the second viewing, we watched it in a, um, a D-Box theater. And uh, this is my actually first time going to that style of theater. And I would highly recommend it. Um, especially for a movie that's kind of action packed and a lot of uh, sound, like great use of sound, such as this movie. Because what it, how the D box works is, I guess the speakers are in your seat, and what it does is like it kind of uh, whenever it's bassy, it kind of hits you. It feels really good, actually. I think maybe also because I had a huge contrast from when we saw it, Ron, that um, that it, I guess something was wrong with the bass, and then the sound was kind of off for that movie. Uh, for that theater that we went to anyways. So uh, I went, when I went to see it again, it was full-on uh, sound oral experience. This was one of those movies that I think would be worth it for uh, seeing in the loudest theater or at least a deep box uh, that you can see. You know, I never pay for those uh, like Dolby theater. I never pay extra for the sound quality on those. I guess I'm not so much into sound quality. I'm definitely a picture quality guy, but like, you know, uh, you won't like this, James, but I, I prefer just my <laughs> you know, TV speakers when I, I watch movies, like, for the most part. You know, it's like, I don't care, you know, but uh, I could see this being a I, little bit I, more I don't know. I know, feel action-packed. just as important as the picture quality in terms of its immersion. But one thing I do want to try one day, if you guys are open to it, is a Dolby Cinema. This is one of the movies uh, that I read as well that takes advantage of, uh, or actually Dolby vision hdr uh in a theater and only dolby cinemas do that right now and this is one of the movies that were made for that as for that uh format as well just kind of curious to see how much of a difference with this how comparable it is to the laser projection of uh the chinese theater that we normally go to for the big movies but maybe for something uh that's you know that we're interested in that maybe it's not an imax shot movie but maybe an hdr dolby vision uh, formatted movie, we should maybe check out the Dolby Cinema one day. Where is there a theater in, in LA? Uh, it's the Kodak Theater. I'm pretty sure, yeah, the Dolby Theater. Uh, is that what it's called? The Dolby Theater? I think that one in Hollywood, it's, which is one in, which is next to the Chinese. So I'll, I'll take a look at it. I'll, yeah, the Kodak. I'll take a look at the the theater okay. list, but I know there's a, f- a few of them around, but uh, you have to also be careful of the movie that you're watching. And it has to be one that's especially formatted for, uh, you know, HDR and Adobe vision, all that. Okay. Well, that sounds good. And uh, uh, what about TV new, shows? The thing that I do want to recommend uh, is that Legion uh, season two came out and the first season, first episode of it, 
uh, just recently aired. And I would like to say that this one holds up its uh, high quality caliber. Um, and so far, it's still, to me, the best of the Marvel shows. Uh, and I would highly recommend it still if anyone hasn't seen it. Yeah, this is something that I had been wanting to watch, but it just kind of fell under my radar. And I think by the time I was ready to see it, it got Hulu taken off now. of Hulu. Yeah. Um, in terms of, but now it's back. You're right. And uh, I still haven't watched it, but I want to. And uh, so it sounds it, like it's holding up quite I'm well. I'm not sure if anyone's familiar. It is uh, based in the X-Men universe. So I think you'll get a lot out of it, uh, Ron, especially uh you know, if you're well, you don't have to be well versed into Legion himself as a character, but they talk about a lot of things outside of the bigger X Men world that you would know what they're talking about. Okay, cool. And uh, that I think that was pretty much it for our TV shows. Uh, all I've been watching is uh, you know, wrestling, just. I've been trying to, I'm not going to go huge into it, guys. Don't worry. Don't freak out audience members who don't like us talking about wrestling. But I'm just going to say is when you try to keep up with all the WWE products, it takes up a lot of time. I mean, we're talking about a commitment of like seven, six hours or so. If you went through all of them, yeah. If I added them all up. Especially Raw. Raw is like three hours. uh, (laughs) Yeah. So, well, even I get the condensed version. It's hour and a half. But then there's hour and a half Mm -hmm. for SmackDown and then 205 Live. I only watch it adds uh, up. And so, uh, yeah. 205 Live right. and NXT uh, religiously. The other ones, I, I wait on a, a podcast I listen to and tell me if it's worthy or not, then I'll check it out. But uh, 205 Live, I would definitely recommend uh, as the standout wrestling show. I don't know if it's a standout, well, but it's being increasingly a wrestling better. Show, not necessarily a story uh, so. or whatnot, but it's definitely been the most high quality of matches in comparison because there's pretty much that's all it is. It's uh, not much promo- promos uh, or storylines, just straight into the wrestling aspect that they give. Yeah, I understand. I but understand I like that. The soap opera, James. But that's it's. I would say it's more like NXT <laughs> than it is the regular main roster. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Mondo, anything you want to add on the TV shows? Not really. Okay. Well, let's get into some video games. Let me start us off. Mondo, you and I tackled the Destiny Raid last week. We devoted a huge chunk of our Friday evening to try to knock this out. This was our first time, well, for me, you've done it before, Mondo. But me seriously giving it a, a... chunk of time to learn it and uh, I feel like we made good progress and even though it was tough we were able to complete it in a way that I felt like in our first time if I'm thinking the first time through prior raids we were really hitting our head against the wall to try to pass these things and so it's tough but learnable and uh, I hope that I could increase the time or I should say decrease the time to get through it uh, you know in future moments that I try it out uh, but I, I really like it. I don't know if it's going to change your mind, James. Uh, you know, you always say, let me know when you can go through the raid super quickly. We're not at that point anywhere close to it. <laughs> but uh, it, it is something that's pretty cool. And there's a lot of kind of attention to detail put in terms of the design of the of the look and feel of this raid, which is kind of cool. What do you think, Mondo? Uh, just looking back at our first attempt, which was a few months back, uh, I just think there was too many 
people trying to become the leader, kind of giving the explanation here and there. We wanted to go in cold and just kind of figure it out. Um, but, you know, some of our members in our clan, you know, just saw the videos and they wanted to give their two cents. And there's there's a thing called teamwork. And don't get me wrong, I, I like playing with our clan mates. Um, but when that teamwork doesn't work, the dream doesn't work. I felt that our first attempt, people just shouting over themselves. It was just like, hey, just listen, relax. Because after two or three attempts, uh, I'm not going to name names. Just a few of our clan members got a little out of control, getting frustrated, and that turned uh, Rooney out, remember, like in the first 45 minutes? Because we didn't last that long, unfortunately. We were still stuck in the pools. This second time around, uh, you know, Rooney wasn't with us. Uh, we had different people, and one without a mic, believe it or not, and we were able to get through the pools in about 20 minutes. I actually was streaming this whole thing on Mixer, and we did pretty good, honestly. Even though uh, my directions were a little bit hazy, we still got it. <laughs> um, and then we went over to the gauntlet. Um, that one was very, uh, very. you have to be very focused, basically. You just got to have certain people yell out certain commands, just stay focused, and you'll get through it. I got a little frustrated in that portion. Once we got to the gardens, I kept my mouth shut because I just followed the guy sneaking around on my first attempt. In this area, you have to kind of like do a sneaking mission, get to certain points in the map. Uh, I think it was Thorin, one of our clanmates. He got a little bit frustrated, but, you know, that's okay. Um, apparently, he has he's in a different time zone than us. So uh kind of felt bad for him, too, because he's like, I believe, two hours ahead, ahead of us. And we stayed up until like almost midnight uh, trying to do this raid. But, yeah, overall, I felt that we did accomplish something as a team. We were working together. And I feel like we can knock this thing out because uh, Monday we were trying to do the end boss for that raid and we were getting it. It was just it was just the fact that, you know, uh, I had a little bit of lag issues. My symbols weren't coming up, but I feel like we can knock this one out of the ballpark this weekend. Yeah, uh, it's definitely something that is uh, more teamwork than trying to kill a specific boss in a certain amount of time. It's definitely more teamwork oriented for most of the raid, I would say. Yeah, definitely. This is a, it's kind of a hassle. I just wish we can, again, just like in the previous raids where there's less of that and more shooting. There is, but not as much yeah. as I want. Yeah, me too. I prefer the old style, but maybe maybe on the next one, but we have yet to try that one. Uh, All right, James. I just went what about through you? a couple quick ones. Uh, one of them is the one I mentioned to you, I think, a few weeks ago. That's on Game Pass. This FMV, modern style FMV game called Late Shift. Uh, I blazed through it. It's about like an hour and a half and or two hours, kind of like a movie essentially. And it actually was actually pleasantly surprised. The production value of the FMV or the actual movie, whatever, uh, is quite high as well as the acting uh, as well. So it doesn't feel like a cheap, you know, Mad Dog McCree style. It's actually polished, a very polished uh, FMV game. However, it's more like a choose your own adventure type of game. It's not like the other FMV ones where you kind of move a cursor and then you do something within the motion of the video, it's pretty much you're watching a movie and in certain parts that come up on it, it'll give you a choice of uh, things to do and then you have to select it and it'll change the scene moving forward. Um, and it's pretty cool. It reminds me a lot of, you know, like I mentioned, those old school uh, choose your adventures, uh, you know, as most easily thing that can compare to the Telltale game. But watching it done in a movie format is really cool. 
And uh, this specific one has a lot of replay value because I can, you, based on the choices, it can go a wildly different direction as well as there being multiple endings. The first uh, run through that I did, I can tell that I obviously went a, uh, I got the bad ending. Uh, yeah, I guess you could say it's a bad ending. And uh, just simply because all of my choices, I was going a specific mindset that, uh, at, you know, I, not as me playing as the person, I, which I should have, more of me like, okay, this is like, this is the thing that I, you know, what's going to happen if I do it this way? I'm just, I was just kind of curious the first run through. And um, I would, you know, definitely recommend it if you have like an hour or two of your time to just finish it off real quick and just to see what you think of it. But it is uh, something that requires your attention fully because you are watching things and then uh, these things pop up randomly. You don't know, you don't get a heads up when they come up. So, uh, or when the scene transitions. But I highly recommend it. It seems like a British production. Everyone was British and had a British accent. Um, but very highly polished, uh, better than I thought it would be. Yeah, it seems like something I'd be into, but I kind of forgot about this, and then uh, my I canceled my Game Pass, so and, uh, I probably won't uh, get to it unless recent, it's like uh, super cheap. sales for uh, the Switch and Xbox. I recently bought a way out. I haven't got a chance to play that. Hopefully, uh, we'll do that soon. But what I did get for the Switch is um, these two games. It's it's in the series called SteamWorld. One of them is SteamWorld Dig, and then the other one is SteamWorld Heist. Uh, and what's funny is that they're two separate type of games, um, but they're in the same universe, and they're not really um, continuing each other's story. But I really dig the gameplay. So basically, SteamWorld Dig, think of it like Dig Dug. Uh, the, that style of game, but if it had a pro- if it had a progression system, uh, story, and uh, upgradable uh, gear, and that's what you get. It's, it feels very. It still has that kind of old school arcadey style of game where you just dig down and then uh, eliminate enemies by digging certain ways to have them get crushed and all that stuff. But you're also mining for resources so you can upgrade things. Uh, a surprising hit for me uh, on this specific game. It was only five bucks, so I would recommend it if. You want to uh, have a kind of an arcadey style game, but with a little bit of more depth. It's five bucks on Xbox as well, I think. And SteamWorld Heist is a um, XCOM style game, so it's kind of like uh, Mario Rabbids Kingdom Battle, but it's in a two D two D plane. So you do it in a interesting way where it almost feels like um, it's still turn based, and you still move in a in a section but when it's your turn you have kind of a cursor that's similar to kind of a bubble bobble where you kind of have to guess where the aiming is going and then you fire at it and if it hits the enemies uh it does if you miss it misses it doesn't seem percentage based compared to like XCOM or all that but uh, another highly uh, like more of like a pleasant surprise type game and these were like super cheap that's why i got it and i'm i'm trying to stock up for my uh, upcoming trip so uh, something to play on the plane so looking forward to talking more about these uh, down the line but uh definitely for five bucks steamroll dig is a great value i think all right and uh i think that was about it for in terms of games that we played i picked up uh, the witcher 3 complete edition uh the other day on the spring sale but i have not gotten a chance to fire awesome. it up hopefully Let i can talk think. about that next week so that's my plan Yep. Yep. Uh, Mondo, any, did you pick did up you anything pick up from the spring controls? sale by chance? Uh, no, unfortunately. Uh, I did pick up a... Yeah, I did. Uh, I got 
two Yoshi controllers by Power A. Uh, these are wired controllers for the Nintendo Switch. They have really nice decals or designs on the controllers themselves. They are only limited to uh, Walmart. And they have Yoshi, Mario, Donkey Kong, Link, Bowser, I believe Splatoon as well. Splatoon, I'm trying to find because it has this cool black and pink design. Reminds me of Brett the Hitman Heart, a <laughs> wrestling reference. Uh, but yeah, it's pretty affordable, $24.88. Yeah, they look uh, really cool, two, man. I wanted designs. to get more, but uh, by the time I went back, they uh, all sold out. How long are the cords on those? Yep, I'm four feet. That's so short. <laughs> uh, you know huh. what? I want to say about okay. four feet. No, not too long. Yeah. So it's really I mean, meant for not, when you have know. it like in tablet mode, huh? Don't you think? I uh, I think okay. it's when you're closer that to sounds, the TV. That sounds more, I mean, I open this more thing up, usable. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, eight feet, big difference. <laughs> I don't know. My four feet. My... Yeah. Sounds, yeah. <laughs> So yeah, it's eight feet. Um, uh, can't tell I was using my eyes, but yeah, uh, really fun. I really like the overall design. It's, it feels good on your hands. Uh, only drawback is like you just got to use it while you're at home. So I'm okay with it. I like the product, and maybe down the line I will get a wireless pro, but not for seventy nine ninety nine. All right. Uh, let's get into some news. Um, the one for me that I'm going to talk about is Ghost Recon Wildlands. They've been adding a ton of stuff to this game, apparently, and uh, they now have a special year two. Like, these are going to be some free downloadable content, which is going to be uh, a more customization for your uh, player. Uh, you can have a new uh, PvP game mode with uh, five maps exclusive to it. And uh, the first of six new PvP classes with new perks and weapons. And then on the PvE side, you're going to get a free theme mission and a special challenge with exclusive rewards. Uh, so that's kind of cool. And this is something that we all kind of, well, I, I'll speak for myself. I was interested in it, but I kind of fell off the map with it. But I kind of hear it, like I listen to Cheap Ass Gamer, and they're always talking about how good this game is. And even if you're by yourself, you could still have fun with it. So especially because they got an update, I might want to kind of go back yeah, to this and, then, and see if I could just kind of pop they, off a couple of missions pretty... there great with their ips of providing yeah. continuous yeah. content uh they're still putting uh burning out content for rainbow six it's gotta be three years old now that game uh they are still doing division two stuff they're still i'm sorry not division two division uh they're still doing for honor uh so these are probably assassin's creed well i mean that just came out though so you kind of expect that that's still in the first year but these assassin's games creed? i'm mentioning are at least uh a couple of years old now and they're still producing uh, content and no, uh, nonetheless free, which is pretty awesome and uh, good on them. They're one of the few devs that you know continue to keep these game ha- have these games keep have legs. So uh, looking forward to this content. Yeah, and uh, you know it's like for Assassin's Creed, I, f- I really felt like the season pass was worth it because you got a ton of game there, uh, extra. For just for the downloadable content, so uh, yeah, and it seems mm-hmm. like if you got the season pass on this, you probably have more stuff to just look two forward new to. announced things. Uh, one is all right, what about uh, you, James? Collector's um, Edition news. for PS4, it's now announced to be September 7th, so uh, early, early holiday season that's coming out, and a Hitman Definitive Edition coming out next month in May. 
which looks like it's going to include uh, all the enhancements that's on the Pro or the the X, but all the DLC, all the costumes, all that stuff. And uh, really underrated game. I think it was probably one of the best Hitmans uh, that ever came out, I think. And if it comes out cheap, I don't know the price. They haven't released it. Uh, definitely worth it if you're a Hitman fan. Yeah. Um, I played like two Hitmans, but I don't know. I, think I they kind have of like lost one interest. One of the episodes free right you know, now. Maybe so you maybe if it goes on sale. I'll, because they're I'll all episodic, so you don't need to um, play one or the other. They're all different uh, areas. But you, look, you should um, uh, search Hitman Spring or something like that, Spring Pack, uh, and you'll get that and the first level for or not first level the first episode and the second episode uh free so if you if that's something you're interested to maybe you could just buy the rest if you like it i think that's what turned me off originally which was i was like oh, i just wait till the whole game comes out i'm not trying to do this mission by mission stuff um and so maybe put it on easy because you know i, I don't want to like yeah, and sneak uh, around so much i, I like just kind of free. if i make a mistake it's not what? the end of the world so See, it's demo. actually the full episode, so you get all the chivos and everything. Just the first two. I said I'll try out the demo. Free. So look up the spring one and then just the base one. Oh, uh, nice. Those are free. Cool. And then for this uh, Spider-Man, I'm looking at the collector's edition. The statue is it's not bad. I actually already have a real statue of Spider-Man. Uh, no, no, no. I don't know who the artist was, but it's basically... Uh, a tall wall, like the side of a wall with a little gargoyle, and then just Spider-Man's just kind of hanging on top of it. And I've had that for like a number of years now, so uh, I'm good on the statue front. But uh, yeah. and, and this is only I just want is this a PS4 exclusive? This should be at least half as good as the Arkham games, and I'll ah, be pretty much happy. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm definitely gonna pick this up. Probably one of the two Xbox. I'm sorry, the <laughs> Xbox uh, PS4 games I'm gonna get this year, which is this and God of War, and that's it. <laughs> yeah, the nonsense Kojima game. Ah, uh, that's trendy. Uh, Wait, the sure, Kojima yeah. one? That's an that's an exclusive <laughs> as well. <laughs> that game's never coming out, James. So okay. you know, I'm on record for that. <laughs> Mado, any interest in this special edition? Wait, not you sold really. your PS4, not right? A PS4 guy. Oh, putting no, it out there. Yeah, so my PS4. So anything like <laughs> PS4 related, I am closing my eyes and shutting Shutting your mouth? <laughs> you know what? Yes, sir. Yep, there we go. I'm a spider. All right. Well, actually, you know what? Well, James, are you going to pick this up? A, I will wait on reviews, though, first. I'm not going to buy it, pre buy it, or uh, they want it initially. It, while it looks good, I can't. I mean,. There hasn't been a good Spider-Man game in a while, so I will. No, the last one was Amazing Spider-Man Two. Did you get that last one? Web was and it Web of Shadows? Spider-Man. <laughs> and then they had those three bots made by Bmax. Oh no! Sorry, I don't count those. <laughs> that 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 one was before. Yeah, it's, the one with the like twenty ninety nine universe ago, so characters that, and all that. It was it was the the one that had the noir one that was first, and then it had the. Are you serious? Yeah, there was that, and then there was the Web of Shadows, and then they what came out one after that that was got bad. I played reviews. that, and then they then they the same developers did Amazing Spider-Man one and two, so I mean I don't know, we'll see we'll see how it goes. But this one I do have a little bit uh, better uh, faith in, and due to the fact it's made by Insomnia. Yeah. So, but there also it can be hit or miss as one. well. Uh, they usually hit more than miss. But we'll see. I will have to wait on the reviews. But right now, it looks great. I just hope it's a good game. 
no, that's yeah. These guys, made, um, these guys made um the infamous Ratchet games, right? And Clank, then uh, Sunset Overdrive was most oh. recently, and they also did. There was that one game that was so generic uh, that came out before. I oh, okay. Called, I like Sunset Overdrive. That's why it just disappeared off the face of the planet. The one that it, when they revealed the trailer, it was all colorful, but then when the game came out, it was kind of like regular drab colors. I forgot what it was called, but. That was a pretty bad game. But then they made it up with Sunset Overdrive. So who knows? We'll see. Um. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think that's going to do it for us. Uh, if you want to give us any show feedback, you send that to easyoperationsqa at gmail.com. You can also leave us a review on the iTunes music store. Five-star reviews, please. Uh, I'd like to thank Facebook. We would appreciate it. For, uh, and uh, anything else you want to mention, so guys? That. Cool. What about you, Mondo? Uh, you can always hit us up on the Facebook page, Easy Operations, and uh, we look forward to your feedback. Very interactive. <laughs> uh, please send no, it on. Just uh, send me show please. feedback, please. I don't even know who listens to this show. <laughs> so... Please send me feedback so I can boost my confidence. So, all right, guys, that's going to do it for us. <laughs> Thank you for listening. If you made it to the end, we really appreciate it. And have a great night. Good night.